When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, how you doing? Let me tell you about a great deal. Why don't you come on over to the premium smoke room? There ain't no smoke like premium smoke. I'm talking about four premium podcasts. I'm talking about Miss Big Queen and the Porn Rap Star. I'm talking about Pilgrim on Wrestling. I'm talking about Causing Havoc with Princess Havoc, as well as the Read Daily Report. Oh, I'm sorry. Five, STO Dark. Plus also extra premium episodes for some of the hottest ladies and gents in the business of porn. And all this for $4.99 a month. I'm talking about five to six extra episodes a week on top of the free shit that you get. So do the math. Great deal. Only on Spotify, only on Anchor. Come check me out. Come catch this premium smoke. Hello. Hello, hello. How you doing, sir? I'm doing outstanding in yourself. I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. Everything just like, I guess, all the pictures I see of you, I can hear the smile in your face with your voice. (laughs) Thank you. Apologies for my voice this morning. I did go karaoke last night, so I did lose a bit of it. So what did you sing at karaoke? Oh, mostly 80s. 80s rock, (laughs) 80s pop. (laughs) So wait a second. Was you too tempted to remember which songs? And how drunk was you by probably the fourth song? Oh. Oh, uh, how drunk. Um, I was groovy by the fourth song. I had enough liquid confidence to nail those notes, at least in my own head. I'm sorry. That's one thing I love. I love karaoke. Actually, that's the only way I really can drink is when I do karaoke because it's like the more I sip, the more I want to sing. Yes. Yes, that's and- certainly true. And, and I go in too. I like. I might find some from the eighties. I might even go find something like. I love to get like Al Green. Oh, <laughs> for the good times. <laughs> I love singing that and stuff, man. I, I ain't been to a good karaoke in a minute. I don't know if they still be doing around this motherfucker. To be honest with you. So, <laughs> shit, but you out there in Vegas, so it's it's so is is it just regular karaoke or is uh, uh industry karaoke? I see they be having little industry karaoke shit too. Oh, uh, I try to keep those separate, but the yesterday was just among friends' birthday. Yeah, yeah. it feels good to you know be able to kick back, you know, oh, yeah. um, and 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 even though that we porn stars, it's like we still like to live a regular life to a certain extent. Yeah, we're <laughs> no different. Yeah. Just because we're sex workers doesn't mean that, like, uh, without people. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, because our, our lives not built around just fucking all day. Yes. Uh, <laughs> even just, yeah, we're not fucking around all day. We actually have lives. Oh, yeah, most definitely. And then, uh, I plan to get, I hope to do it but by May 4th so I can take pictures. I plan to get a lightsaber. I said, fine. I said, you know something? I, I, I got to have them. Because I didn't even know that they made them like that. And uh-huh. seriously make them. I'm like, Really? Because I ain't want to just like get some bullshit one that you would get from like a Walmart or a, or a Target. You know, I want some some special shit. So I've been checking that shit out and everything. So, yeah. So and, and have you been doing the uh, guy? I'm trying. I don't want to say it wrong. Um, the LARPing, LARPing. Oh yeah, yes. I still certainly am. I'm getting back into it and. One of the photos I, I sent you was from a LARPing event. Yes. Was that recent? Uh, that was the one where I'm wearing armor. The yeah, one that yeah. I'm smiling big on. Yeah. And you make your own armor and you make your own outfits or someone make them for you. Oh, uh, we all work on it together. But uh, the group and I created that armor and most mm-hmm. of the garb, uh, the outerwear, and the weaponry is handmade so we create our own stuff oh my god that is just so cool see i wish we had that when i was younger but you know because we because i that's something i would have got into versus just doing just regular dungeon dragons even though i kind of enjoyed that Mm -hmm. because it's just funny how dungeon dragons literally became the video games now (laughs) no more dice no more die (laughs) i don't know if they even did people even play the board version of the tabletop version still exists, yeah. but it's becoming very modernized, and it's all electronic, so it makes it easier. Mm-hmm. But I still enjoy painting those little minifigures. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when I was a kid, they used to have those, like the like the, uh, the armor, like the middle-aged armor guys. Like, they yeah. had the little whole army, like, at the, at the, at the finger hut. Or the um, with the hobby shop, I guess it would call it hobby lobby at the time. Yeah, those now, are uh, all those hobby shops are now getting replaced by uh, other businesses. It's all online now, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Love those hobby yeah. shops. Yeah, because because their little displays was hot, yo. They like they yeah. have the display. They have displayed for if it's mid mid medieval. Then they had a display for the Civil War. Then they had a display for the uh, like World War Two or something. And those shits be hot. And, and I mean, one had a Robotech one, like the Mech one. Because mm-hmm. I, I tried to oh, play the Robotech. Mech. Damn. That, yeah. Okay, I was a Gundam kid, so I, yeah. I'm on board with see, you. See, see, yeah, see, 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 see. Oh no, I'm about Gundam. What you talking about? I yeah, lost but my, Robotech. I lost damn, my... that's that's uh that's, that's classic. Older, yeah. Right? yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's um Lieutenant Rick Hunter. <laughs> I'll never forget that name. Hold on, let me look up uh, images on Robotech. I haven't heard that in a while. Yeah, because um, yeah, I, but I ain't gonna front. Even though I love Robotech, it's Gundam to me was just better because it was like, like my thing with Robotech was when they didn't, when they used to like, they didn't completely transform. It was just the legs and just the plain side of it. Yeah. And it just be sliding, and um, and then I like season three 
with the motorcycles that turned to armor. That shit was hot to me. I'm looking at it right now. I Macross, that was the other one too. Yeah. That was that big ship that turned into a, <laughs> a robot. <laughs> We're a bunch it, of nerds. <laughs> yeah. I, people don't realize I'm a nerdy fucking heart. Trust me. It's like shit. I used to watch God dang, uh God, oh man. Transor, trans, what is it? Transor Z. And what made him hot was he could shoot his fist. And he couldn't fly there that he had to call for this like this. <laughs> this plane to get on his back to make him fly. And then they had Aphrodite A. Okay, look. I'm just gonna say this. Japanese, they they some freaks. Japanese was some freaks. The missiles mm. came out of her titties. <laughs> <laughs> You cannot have that cartoon today. They it's no are otherworldly and ahead of our time. I oh wouldn't say, God. well, yes, they are freaky with a capital F, but they're also ahead of our time. Because, yeah, I mean, because you want to be honest, a lot of the cartoons, now, I don't know about uh, Dragon Ball Z or whatever, how far they took it, but some like, like, guy and a half, he used to have fucking in that shit. Straight up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, uh... <laughs> There's a lot of TNA that's open, openly accepted, but it's all repressed at the same time. It's strange how that is. Yeah, because I'm gonna tell you the funniest thing I watched. I was uh, watching, and I told somebody else about this, but and, and the fans probably heard. They had a a Japanese channel on one of those apps that you got, right? Mm -hmm. and, and straight up, it felt good to watch. Um, Wolf and Cub. Oh God, that's my classic shit. Classic kung fu. But anyway, they had this detective dude, mm -hmm. and I swear I was watching a a show that is detective that is based with BDSM all in that motherfucker. I'm just looking at dude like for real. This is this Hold is what on. they. What is the show called? I can't Let me figure this in. in. It's detective something. He's he he. he it, he's he supposed to be like the Chinese. He is based in ancient Japan, right? Mm -hmm. One scene, this dude is slam, slamming his dick with a hammer. You know oh. what? The meat, the meat tenderizer hammers. I said, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> but it gets better, right? <laughs> it gets better, you say. After slamming better. your dick with a hammer, it gets better. Okay. I he, would hope so. He catches this chick and he got her in a net. And like you know how they like like they in the woods, they get caught with that net that comes up and be walking in the middle of it. Yeah. Oh, he is fucking her through the net like like, like she's riding it. He got her placed on top of his dick. And he's just spinning her around. <laughs> fucking her. Wow, wow that's a new term for new definition for spinner. <laughs> That's called a helicopter. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I was done. I said, if this is what they're watching, why are they live in Japan? <laughs> God damn it. This is TV, God damn it. I'm sorry. Oh, my damn. God. Shoot. Oh, God. That, that man, I forgot to do the particles and every fucking thing out of this bitch. 
We I'm gonna do let me do this real quick. What's going on, people? And welcome to the Smokers Lounge here on Anchor, the perfect app thing. We're trying to start their own podcast career. You know what it is. Go ahead and get yourself a profile, download the Anchor app, or go to anchor.fm. I'm your host, Kevin Oliver Silver Champ, aka the Porn Rap Star. Find all my links with one link, allmylinks.com backslash porn rap star. We have three wonderful sponsors. The first one being the Facebook LS community, LSworld.com. Also, check out racismmagazine.com. Go there today, get yourself a subscription, get a paperback or get a digital. And last but not least, excitebunny.com for your consumers, a new place for you to get triple X content and see some of the hottest talent in the world do some freaky shit. And for you consumers, excuse me, for you content creators, uh, 90% profit. You get to take home 90% profit. And if you need healthcare, they got you covered with that too. So check out excitebunny.com. Find me on the GW District Black Podcasting Network. Also, while you at shopgwdistrict.com, buy and experience shopping from over 500 Black-owned retailers and shops. Also, check me out at skyhawkafterdarktv.com as well as the BGP app. You can find that on your phone in the app store or even on your computer. And you can listen to me on the radio station. Oh, and guess what you get to, get to hear a lot of? Me talking about wrestling with my man Pilly Pilgrim. So with that being said, I'm going to shut up and let this guy who's returning introduce himself. Well, reintroduce himself. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is David Lee, and y'all know me by Finding me on the internet and me smashing and smushing uh, some of the most beautiful women on the planet. So, he, how y'all he, doing? He, he called himself, what is it, a meat mannequin? Oh my gosh, yeah. Professional <laughs> meat mannequin. <laughs> See, now, his interview hasn't dropped yet. So, like I tell people, I pre-record everything. So they, you probably will hear this before the interview anyway. So we're not going to mention the interview but so much. But, yeah, that's one of the things that he called himself as a meat mannequin, you know, period. And um, he is a guy who has been really on the come up, doing major things, doing major shoots and everything. And how has it been since we last talked? Because, I mean, I follow you and everything. And um, you, you've been a busy son. You've been a busy fellow. Since we last talked. Oh, since we last talked? I'd say performing has been like uh, two years, a little over two years maybe. And since we last talked, uh, only a handful of months, but it seems like uh, this profession and life in general has been going by so fast, just rock star kind of fast. So just doing my best to take it one day at a time. Because I know I'm pretty sure that your workload is kind of picked up. And you probably became a little bit, uh, let's say, more in demand, you know, period. How have you been able to handle that, you know? Um, because it's, because, I mean, like I said, from following you, I'm like, yeah, motherfuckers want to see some David Lee. <laughs> <laughs> well, they want to see you. some David Lee. Uh, sometimes uh, it's refreshing to hear that. It really is, because... Uh, Sometimes some of the comments are just so destructive and hilarious that mm. oh, it's interesting to see both sides of the rainbow on that. Yeah. Yeah, so so with you being male talent and you being in the business for, for two years and everything, um, the one thing that 
we always hear about, and we, and we keep it real here, is the horror stories that females deal with when it comes to male times, for them being thirsty, lack of professionalism, and stuff of that nature. Um, mm-hmm. When you hear stuff like that, what do you contribute to why guys that might end up happening in this industry? Uh, as far as professionalism goes, it depends on their own personality and mm-hmm. communication and uh, comfortability with the female talent part because I do the best I can to respect the female talent because it's all about her. And it really is because we're just a uh, we're performers mm-hmm. in his work and to get the job done. And I, I try to I keep my mind frame in that set and to have the utmost respect, professionalism, and just uh, support for everybody on set and the female talent because I, I can't speak for all the other male talents, but there are horror stories on both sides. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter race, sex, or upbringing or background. If you have respect for another person and treat them as such, they, it is reciprocated. So uh, guys or gals that have a bad day, you got to leave. You, just like any other job or career, you got to leave that at the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's... <clears throat> what a lot of people don't realize is that this community is as big as it is, it's small. And reputations mm-hmm. get uh, talked about. Yes, it spreads like wildfire. If one bad experience, half the industry is going to know about it by the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Now, um, I know when it comes to... Yeah, yeah, we're going to speak to some race shit real quick. When it comes to I know brothers, we, men in general, we have to tread that thin line of professionalism, respectability, and not being considered thirsty. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then adding to it when you're of a different ethnicity, that heightens it even more. So speak to how much guys, us as guys, and you being of Asian descent, that you have to be even more perfect on set professional-wise and you get where I'm coming from, then probably the average of the other talents. Oh, uh, I know what you're coming from. I, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't know what it's like mm-hmm. for the brothers because I'm not, I, I am well, not as bad as Nissi. I, I can't relate to that. But from my perspective, for my own race and ethnicity, mm-hmm. I've been experiencing that my entire life. Mm-hmm. And just gotta improvise, adapt, and overcome to every situation. So, as far as race and ethnicity in this industry, I've seen it, I've I've experienced it, observed it, and I honestly I don't I keep it real. Mm-hmm. I stay myself and keep that. Do the best to keep that proper image, and mm-hmm. I don't. I do my best not to let that bother me. And most of the time it doesn't because it's how it sells. So Mm -hmm. 
Because mm-hmm. it, it's important, because like, even when I look at your pictures, it's like you have a very bright, vibrant personality, probably on set and everything and stuff. And I tell people, when it comes to doing this porn thing, you got to have swag walking into the door. Because in many ways, you kind of got to woo, even though you got to kind of woo the female talent in so many ways. Not to the point you're trying to date her, but you, 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 to make her feel comfortable, to make her feel wanted, because vice versa, us as men, we want to be wanted. Even though, yes, it's work, we still like to know that, yo, yeah, she enjoying the work. Yes. So, so it's like, you know, how much you make it a point, you know, and, and, and what some of the things you do to lighten the mood on the set, or, you know what I'm saying, or, and, and, and to make them crack a smile and jokes and stuff of like that. Uh, what I do, um, being confident but not arrogant, not having an ego, and the, some of the things I do is I already make candles as a hobby. Mm-hmm. And I always bring a handmade candle for the female talent because that's always a nice. Who doesn't like candles? Who doesn't and, like gifts? <laughs> yeah. So that's a nice little icebreaker, and then uh, always a nice introduction. Yeah. And just asking questions about them and finding out who they are. And not talking about myself so much because I try to let them do all the talking and have them feel comfortable and express themselves. So for me, just ask questions, have a smile, and treat them like queens. Have you ever been on set and and it was one girl that you thought that you're going to be like, Man, she gonna be a hard nut to crack, and then next thing you know, she just just friendly as fuck after y'all done conversating. <laughs> yes, I've, yeah, and that's always a a nice thing to find out afterwards to find out from other people or other talents or directors that oh man, she's such a hard person to work with, and then finding out mm-hmm. that I was able to make her smile. All right, mm-hmm. all right. Yeah, and plus people don't realize how much the directors pay attention to your interaction with the girls. Oh, you know? they're excellent body readers. They're like uh, the best directors can pick up on that and all like I could turn my head and we'd be able to make eye contact and raise an eyebrow and know mm-hmm. what each other are thinking. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's excellent communication without having to speak. Yeah, yeah but, but not only to that, also to like when it comes to booking. Because they'll look at you and be like, okay, let's see how you interact with that girl. Okay, the girl enjoyed working with him. Okay, I would love to bring him back. You know, I don't think male talents take that into account too when they go on set because they're so focused on the chick. They're not thinking about that this director and this producer is, he might be on the fence to bring you back. So how you interacting with the girl and how you interacting on set might make him decide, yeah, I want to bring him back. Or even tell others to book you. You know what I'm saying? Yes, you're absolutely right about that. And those are other variables and factors that, as a male talent, need to keep in mind and have, and not constantly think about, but just always be aware of. Yeah. So, um, what do you say to guys who 
Try to fuck Taryn off camera. Try to fuck the girls off camera. Uh, for content or for fun or just because they fuck off camera. It, it, it ain't no camera involved. <laughs> it, it like put it this way. Like for example, he's hitting on her on set, um, trying to have a date with her, you know, and uh-huh. stuff of that nature. Because, like I said, when when you get to a certain level. That is kind of frowned upon, for you know, for what I remember to a certain extent. So it's kind of like with with and two also you have girls who also would let's say you fuck them on camera, she ends up liking you, and she wants to see you off camera type situation. You feel where I'm coming from? Yes. How um, as a male talent in the business, you balance that, and also when you want to keep it business, how do you let that female know? Look, this is business. You get where I'm coming from? Yes, I. So for the first part to your question of how I feel about it and what I've experienced, and then the second part to your question of how others want to date off camera, honestly, Mm -hmm. um, I'm still figuring that out for myself because I tried to date within Mm -hmm. the industry because we, uh, other female talents and I have vibed. Mm -hmm. I tried to figure out a balance and I suck at it. I honestly <laughs> really tried and I I've broken hearts and I mm-hmm. feel really bad and I apologize about apologize about it and I'm still trying to figure that out for myself so I'm unable to answer that. And it's not a negative experience. It's not a falling out kind of thing. I just uh Need more time of self reflection on yeah. me because well, I still haven't figured that out, dude. Um, well, I, mean, I don't think it's unprofessional. Uh, yeah. Just like any other common workplace or other careers, you're mm-hmm. going to come across somebody that's a coworker that you really enjoy their company, mm-hmm. take it outside of work. And mm-hmm. honestly, I don't see anything wrong with that as long as it doesn't interfere with your work. Mm-hmm. And I'm too focused on my job that I put my emotions aside. So mm-hmm. I can come off as really cold mm-hmm. with a significant other. And that's that's a personal problem that I need to figure out myself, too. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I, it's like this. I was told this by an old man. <clears throat> it sounds it sound funny as fuck. He said a man shouldn't get married in his 40s. And I said, well, why? Because he said, by then you done chasing pussy or chasing whatever you're chasing. <laughs> and when when I look at it, when you're chasing a career, you're married to the career. So yeah. even the woman has to be willing to be second to the career because it's the career. You know, period. It's no different than if a man dates a woman that's deep in her career. He has to be married to the career with her. And a lot of people don't know, a lot of females don't know how to do that, even if they're in the career themselves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I could say the opposite as well, that mm-hmm. a female could be married to her career and the male could be in complete support because I've been in yeah. that position yeah. as well. So, yeah, totally totally understand that from my perspective, but yeah. sometimes emotions take over logic. And yeah. Uh, damn. That's yeah. 
Yeah, because I, 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 I've learned plenty of lessons in my earlier days about that off-camera shit. Ooh. Ooh. I can't imagine on that one. Headache. Oh, my God. Because, no, and it's worse if I had one situation where me and the girl never fucked off camera. <laughs> now that one was puzzling. I said, wait a second. We never even shared a cup of coffee and you got feelings? The fuck is that? Huh. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> we, 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 we never even fucked off camera, you got there. What? I mean, but I mean, but like I said, it's it's a double edged sword because when it's a business it's based around sex. And there's nothing more emotional than sex in some ways, you know. So it it a lot of people can't separate it. Yeah. And there's a business where you kind of got to separate it, you know, because if you don't, yeah, it could do destroy a lot of shit. Yeah. Because it's easy for a girl or a guy to get jealous, you know. Period. Because it's just funny. Like I even talked to. Uh, Married couples who they uh they would not film outside of them. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, hey, kinda kinda ain't mad at you because then you can't get jealous so much. <laughs> yeah. It work is working. Like I said, do what sells. Yeah. It's yeah. it's money at the end of the day. Yeah. It's, it's your job. Yeah. And I think that's the thing. And to me, I kind of like that when just set, even though it's funny as fuck, it's still business. It's like, as soon as the cameras go off, we're back to normal. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not necessarily that, you know, she calling me daddy and shit like that, you know, period. I mean, it's nice, you're making me blush, but I can't take you home. My wife will cut you. <laughs> and me too. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. I, I, I don't know about that second part. I'm not married. But then again, I, I'm kind of wrong because my wife might be like, you know something, glad you brought her home. But that's a story for another day. But yeah, but I mean, to me, it's like I said, it's <laughs> story for yeah, yeah, I guess story that, for yeah. another day, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah, because wife love pussy too. But, um, but not, I think that a lot of times because even with the way that the game is now, because it used to be a time where, you know, you you kind of know because of what we talked about in the interview, you know what I'm saying, with your background. Mm-hmm. How was gatekeepers and how hard it was to get into the business to begin with. You know, period. Now it's more easier. You got guys that's coming in. And they're coming in with the horny middle school, I got the cell phone mentality. You know, period. Well, that's and, just guys in general. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Uh, can be very one-track minded and it takes practice, yeah. time, and experience and so, most of all, self-reflection because mm-hmm. can't be introspective on that, then you're never going to learn how to be better. Yeah, because to me, it's I, I got off on giving a good scene to the point where the girl wanted to shoot again. Yes. Giving a good scene to where it actually sold, you know. <clears throat> um, you know, and probably in your case, I know you get off on when you got producers that want to bring you back, want to see you again. Girls might even want to do content trade with you out, outside of the set and everything. 
And yeah. and to also speak to the fact that you have a very, very good reputation. And it's not just your personality, but just your work ethic behind it as well. And your professionalism, which you step on set. Yeah. Um, thank you for recognizing it. It's refreshing to hear that because, uh, yeah, I, get I mean, when I look at your, your, your timeline, I mean, dude, I, it, d- d- duh, <laughs> you, you, you ain't, we'll say this again. It's like you can tell a person's timeline to a certain extent what kind of work they're doing, right? Yeah, if I'm um, seeing you, yeah, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, that's what, um, this attention and hearing that is brand new to me still. Even after hearing that uh, through this throughout this career so far, because uh, mm-hmm. I've never gotten that kind of attention before, and it's doing the best I can not to let it go to my head or blow my head up or uh, the ego, you know. So mm-hmm. uh, try to keep it small, but still, it's unbelievable to get that kind of uh, support. Yeah, yeah, and I also see that you've been dibbly dabbling in the TikTok and Instagram and, and and social media and stuff. I was like, oh, I saw you had an IG page and everything. So I'm seeing that you're starting to. Um, how you been working the social media since you've been? Oh. In- well, well, thanks for noticing. Uh, Instagram trying to be more prominent on because uh, I'm a grandpa mm-hmm. at heart with social media, so. I'm still figuring out how to utilize IG properly. Twitter, mm-hmm. I find to be the easiest and most useful. Uh, Tiki Talks, I've downloaded and tried TikTok over five times, and that's just something I I just can't do TikTok, dude. Uh, <laughs> when I am on TikTok, it's always mm-hmm. somebody else posting something or finding mm-hmm. something in making a gif or a meme or a little clip awesome mm-hmm. thank you because uh damn kids and their damn ticky talks i swear <laughs> and the snap okay snapchat i actually enjoy it's fun because mm-hmm. all the emojis but i'm very 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 selective on snapchat mm-hmm. so my phone's always blowing up with notifications with social media so mm-hmm. do my best to be out there with it, but also mm-hmm. not be consumed by it. I feel on that. So yeah, because uh, so, so when we gonna put some LARPing videos up on your social media? I want to see you fight. Ah, I will as soon as my foot injury gets better. I will be fighting again. Uh, LARPing, it's difficult because I'll have to blur the other faces out. Yeah. But uh, fighting-wise, yeah, I'll be posting those because uh, it's one-on-ones. It doesn't look like much. It just looks like two people swatting at each other with pool yeah. uh, noodles. But in big <laughs> events, like with lots of bodies, it's mm-hmm. chaotic and it's exhilarating. And it's hard to focus on one thing. It's exhilarating. And it's, yeah, I'll be posting those. Yeah, I, I, because I was like, ain't no way where I was like, wait a second. I was sitting there scrolling, like, he gonna post some LARPing soon. I wanna see what he could do with the fight, because I'm sorry, it's like just the outfits and the army and shit. I'm like, I'm jealous. I wish I could make shit like that. Yeah, and uh, I also found out through other people, mostly Europeans, that, oh, 
Americans, when we LARP, we do it okay. But looking at the European stuff, they know how to do it right. So as soon as COVID isn't really a thing anymore, that's on my bucket list is to go go to Europe and go to a full like village. Oh, I can imagine and experience that. It would be like Europeans trying to do a makeshift Wild West. Mm. So obviously, yeah. it wouldn't be better than in a in the Southwest in America. Why not medieval LARPing in Europe, you know? Oh, I'm pretty sure that, like, their LARPing is on a totally different level than what y'all doing. Oh, but just because, yeah. Just because it's... <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, they do it right. We, as Americans, have too much on liability and health mm-hmm. that we our weaponry is entirely different. It is for as safe as you can make it, but it doesn't look as good mm-hmm. and them Europeans they fuck each other up and that's exactly what I want oh my god he gonna come back bruised yeah <laughs> he gonna be oh, bruised shit. Uh, my first <laughs> event I dislocated my shoulder good. that's why I had to make that leather armor in that picture mm-hmm. is because my left shoulder was dislocated so I had to make something for that hence the armor and my the second event, my rib floating rib was uh, broken from a six no seven foot spear. Oh, Damn, wait a second! It, 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 he hit you with it. Oh, she hit me with it. Oh, she She's hit an you. Excellent spearman. Oh my god! Oh, so she was. Oh, oh, so she was twerking this. Oh, 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 okay. Oh, she would no do a sexual innuendo there. There was a seven foot spear that broke my rib. No, 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 no. Could that mean she's good with staff work? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, it, it, yeah. I, I mean, it might sound funny, but yeah. I mean, I can't think of the, the actual. Well, I can't say I don't think of bujitsu because bujitsu, I think it has to do with the sword. I'm talking about when they use the staff, you know, fight with the stick, you know, oh, yeah. stop making dirty people. <laughs> yes, we might do porn, but I'm not talking porn right now. Yeah, LARPing. <laughs> LARPing. It might have the gutter. Jesus. Yeah. Because I because I can imagine some of them some some of the people actually know how to fight. Oh <laughs> yeah. We're we're all you have to, or else you're gonna get injured. I mean shit. The arrows that uh we use, it's only uh like 30, 35 pounds of pulled behind that string but when you don't see that arrowhead coming we replace the arrowheads with three inch uh foam padding but even then if you don't see an arrow coming and it checks you right on your jaw it lights out it is it's great oh shit wait a second please don't tell me y'all don't have a moment hold on let's go back to 300 (laughs) We will send arrows to blot out the sun. <laughs> and we will fight in the shadows. <laughs> was that not the hardest, the hardest line in the history of movies? I'm sorry, God damn. What was it? <laughs> and he even said that when his hand was cut off. <laughs> hey, man. No, it made it so funny. It actually happened. My boy was laughing. He said, what you laughing? Remember we told you? That we were gonna fight the shadows. <laughs> 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 these motherfuckers shit with arrows. They laughing. What the fuck is wrong with these people? 
that's i mean shit that's the smile that i have on my face right now that's the same smile i have when i have a broken rib shoot because i because i ain't like like i watched uh like a lightsaber fight and like they actually be having competitions and they be getting down with that shit oh yeah those are whole routines and choreography if those lightsaber uh Practitioners came onto LARP field, we'd eat them up. Oh, I'm pretty sure y'all will because, like I said, it's different between okay, we 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 planned this out versus oh no, this is just straight up fighting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you might get, you might get a punch to the jaw. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or a shield to the teeth. Yeah, and I know the girls are just. I know the girls are probably just as physical, if not more physical, than the guys. Yes, I can imagine. I can imagine, yo. They They're get to really take out their frustrations on you guys. I'm pretty sure they get to really take out their frustrations. <laughs> yes, they do, and it's amazing because uh, I'm, I'm trying. There's a lot of other coworkers in this industry, other sex workers that are not just interested, but mm. excited, just as exhilarated as I am. Mm-hmm. to join the LARPing group and it's been uh, our LARP group is growing uh, one body more at a time the more and more mm-hmm. I bring it up so I have to bring out uh, those uh, contact cards with the LARP group whenever I come to set now because mm-hmm. other work, other co-workers have they have archery skills they used to do mm-hmm. uh, kendo and mm-hmm. there are others that are just excited to fight and when they do come out to the field, they excel. Yeah. So because yes, they are just as tremendous fighters. It's a escape. It's a stress reliever. You know, mm-hmm. period. Because it's because especially if as a person that might run their own businesses in porn, working nine to five, you need time where you ain't got to worry about shit. Think about business, think about work, think about life, and just have fun. And that's what LARPA represents. Yeah. And, and the LARP community doesn't care about your profession or career. It is you're there as your own uh, game character. You forget about work. You don't have to talk about work. And honestly, I don't even know the first name, first real names of any, a lot of the people I know in LARPing because we all go by our game names. Mm-hmm. Mine's Starland. They only know me by Starland. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, they've I've been with this LARP group even before performing. So when they found out that I am on the internet, oh, okay, that's cool. You want to go out <laughs> in the field and fight? Yeah. <laughs> no, they care about. We don't give a fuck that you fuck all in broads. Yeah, dude, exactly. are you gonna have my back in this battlefield? <laughs> exactly. Yep. Can I count on you to cover my ass? Yeah. <laughs> I'll be teaching. I'll be like, you got enough energy to fight on this field, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you to pass out with all that pussy you get, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know Mason wanted to take my ass out because I knocked out the last time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, funny thought with that is bringing uh, other co-workers to LARP group and got to remind them that this isn't set. This don't wear anything that's... Uh, too revealing because it's not combat effective. No, no, no. Go ahead and wear something, you know, your tits out. And think them titties they go get hit by an arrow. Yeah, because they don't care. 
They're still going to drop you. I believe it. <laughs> shit. Made me out of life on that shit. I would love to do that shit. Just for the fuck of it. I'll be, I'll probably be so sore and beat up because I had the greatest, because, no, nah, I had to get some training done before I walk up on that because y'all take that shit very serious. Yeah. And then when I would just bring my ass out there. No, 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 no. No. I had to get me some training, some fencing, some, some bujitsu, you know what I'm saying? And then share a beer or a pint of meat at the end of the night with oh, your yeah. enemy and then do it again the next day. That's what I'm talking about. That's that's better than a Renaissance fair. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, do y'all have the, do, do y'all have observers? Like, her, like, like referees watch. and stuff like that? No, no, no. People that just they like just sit out there and watch. Oh yeah, uh, we call them non-coms, non-combatants. They still yeah, they dress up. They're still in character. They have their own entertainment uh, ways of having fun besides fighting. So yeah, the non-coms. See, see, I'll be the dumbass that after a while I'll be the non-com watching y'all. Be like, no, I'm getting out there next time. Fuck that shit. I'm getting out there. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's totally cool. I'm coming with the guardian out this bitch. Go so, off to the side, have a drink or two, and then get back on the field if you feel like. Oh, that is, oh, that is just so cool. But like, where you going? We still fight. Hey, I'm about to smoke this blood. I'll be right back. I'm taking a break. Yep, exactly. Go back to your tent, <laughs> smoke it up, forget about the pain, and come back out. And that'd be funny because you have about five up like, hey, 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 I'm going with you. <laughs> uh, hold on. What uh, Those smoking sessions when you go back to the tent and light up, we call it, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, wizardry, yeah. or something like that. There is a fun little term that we have mm-hmm. uh, that's like, a, "Hey, let's go see the wizard" or some shit like that. It is, it is a thing. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Interesting. With the white weed, you will see a wizard. Um, <laughs> you think you be doing magic for real, goddamn? Because you stuck. Yeah. And, and plus, y'all live out there in, in Vegas. Is legal? Whoop the fucking dude. <laughs> yeah, My we state. have some of the biggest dispensaries in America. My states suck. They still ain't made it legal yet. Oh, I'm sorry. And then they shut down the shit in, in the Senate, you fucking pieces of shit. And you would think that legalizing marijuana is, it is something small, it is something simple, and it should just be, it shouldn't even be an issue anymore. It's not even a drug! <laughs> That's why I understand how they classify it as a drug. I can pull it from the ground and smoke it as is. I don't need to mix any anything with it. I don't need to break it down. I can cook with it. Hell, it was one paint. of the main sources of uh, plants and income during uh, at the founding of America. I mean, it was yes. hemp, tobacco, booze, and oh, cotton. It is one of the founding. Uh, yeah. Shit, man, it's just uh, legislation can suck shit sometimes. People suck. Uh, Yeah, they do. They do. They do. They don't want no one to have fun. Because at the end of the day, all y'all gonna do is just tax the fucking shit any goddamn way, so why not make it fucking legal? Yeah. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) I mean, because that would y'all do it any fucking way. Shit. But once again, the way man, to win the war on drugs is just legalizing and taxing it. Basically. Because then guess what? The street dealer ain't got nothing to sell. 
And shit, that's a prior, like, model example of the prohibition of alcohol and how that solved it. Yeah. Definitely did. So once again, another great episode with you, my friend. I told you I wanted to bring you back. Oh, thanks for having me. And and I will be bringing you back again because I love talking LARPing with you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, next time I'm in your neck of the woods, I'll uh, hit you up and we can share a beer. Most definitely. Most definitely. So with that being said, tell everybody where they can spend money on you, my friend. I'm sorry, what? Tell everybody where they can spend money on you. So, oh, oh, find me on uh, any of the tube sites. Uh, my OnlyFans is the same as my Twitter tag. It's the official David Lee with three X's. And my IG is, oh, correction. IG is the official David Lee with one X at the end. And Twitter and OnlyFans is Mr. MR, David Lee, three X's. So, yeah. Today Check you myself go, out. Otherwise, find me on the internet. Yes, and once again, another wonderful episode and another great guest with Mr. David Lee. Hey, you know how we do, people. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience if you didn't learn anything? Thank you for coming, Mr. Lee. Oh, thank you for having me. Black Wall Street is now online, baby. That's right. Visit the GW District. Shop the very best in men's and women's apparel and accessories, home decor, office supplies, books, pantry items, and so much more. The GW District is a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. We're both veteran and black-owned, and we're bringing you the best online shopping experience with products made by small businesses. Come and experience the GW District difference today at Shop gwdistrict.com that's shop gwdistrict.com the gw district a retail marketplace of black owned products and media that's right that's right